We have a special Mismor today, Mismor number 81. This is Pe Aleph. Why is this Mismor uh, special? Because we know it already. <laughs> we know it from Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> All right, the Mismor begins. For the chief musician on the Gitit, which is a form of instrument. Le'asaf, mm-hmm. by Asaf, the Levi. Harninu le'lohim uzenu, hari'u le'lohei Yaakov. Sing out of joy to God, who is our strength, and shout, or yeah, shout with joy to the God of Yaakov. Seu zimra utnu tof kinor naim imnavel. Take up a song, seu zimra, start singing a song. And sound with the tof as uh, yeah, Miriam the used the tof yes, whenever yes, she was dumbe, the tambourine. Dumbe. Yeah, the dumbe. Dumbak, dumbak. Sound with the dumbak. <laughs> Kinor naim imnavel. Use a tuneful lyre with a navel, which is a harp. Meaning, take, go out in song and praise God with joy and with singing. Now we don't know why. The more just jumped at us and told us, go and start, go and start being uh, joyful. No reason yet. No reason yet. So I'll tell you what the Mefarshim says. Mefarshim says this is more Rabbi, because it says God is our strength. Well, no, there's a more detailed reason. The the Mefarshim says this Mizmor was made. First of all, it's going to be clear from the Mizmor that the the focus of the Mizmor is going to be on Rosh Chodesh. Maybe even a particular type of Rosh Chodesh, which is Rosh Chodesh, that's Rosh Hashanah. Uh, that's why we're going to see in the next Pasuk about the blowing of the Shofar. So the Mepharshim say the backdrop of this Mizmor is that it's on Rosh Hashanah. So it's a joyful time. Now why would it be a joyful time? And this is something I didn't know, but if you look at the Radak, he seems to say that if you, if, when Am Yisrael were being taken out of Egypt, they were freed on Pesach. Correct. But when did the work stop? The, the work of their work? Their work for me, the Egypt, Egyptians. Meaning, I'm assuming when the Makot were happening, yes. they were yeah, able to... Was Rosh so he claims that, I mean, he says that according to Chazal, it was Rosh Hashanah mm-hmm. that the work stopped. So that became, besides for it being the day of judgment, it's also a day of celebration of the cessation of work in Mitzrayim. And the Shofar, and he says that, I know, I also didn't know. And he says the idea is that the Shofar always represents freedom and the stopping because, of labor. Because for every, every, How do you know? Every, every um, uh, sabbatical year. The, Shabbat, the Shemitah and especially the Yovel. Yes, we have to The Yovel begins yeah, when you... This week. Yeah, the, exactly. Exactly, so it's a beautiful connection. The Yovel begins when you blow the Shofar and that's when the slaves go free. Right? So... The, the shofar was a symbol of the freedom of slaves, and that's also when Bnei Israel had, were able to be free from their labor in Egypt. And that's what the backdrop of this Mizmor is. That's why we're celebrating and joyous and singing mm-hmm. to God with a, be- with, a, with a song and so on. Pasuk Dal, Tikaru Bachodesh Shofar, Obviously, this is a Pasuk that you may have heard. Yes. Blow the shofar on the Chodesh. Now, what does it mean when it says the Chodesh? It means the Rosh Chodesh. Yes. So blow the shofar on the Rosh Chodesh. Bakese liyom hagenu. Now what is kese? Kese would mean covered. Yes. When is the moon covered? When it's uh, at the very beginning of the yes, month. Yes, correct. So, so it's, it's, at the time when the moon is not there, that is the day of our holiday. Okay. So so becher so becher. Blow the shofar on the holiday on the on the Rosh Chodesh on the day that the moon is covered. Now. 
it's not actually explicit that this mizmor is referring to Rosh Hashanah. Sure. Because it could also be a more general mizmor about because praising they God. To, they used to also for Rosh Hashanah. The Rosh Chodesh, they because used on Rosh Chodesh, Chodesh it also used to be celebration. Yes. So it could be that this is also just a general Rosh, yes. Rosh Chodesh. Okay, so that's another way of looking at it. Uh, that that Mefarshim say it's Rosh Hashanah celebrating when we're free from Egypt. But looking at the Peshat, it could also just be this was a typical celebration for any normal Rosh Chodesh whenever the moon was covered. There are other interpretations of what the word Bakesa means, but I'm going to stick with that one because I think it's very easy. Now this blowing the Shofar on the celebration of the Chodesh or of the Rosh Hashanah is a law, is a statute for Israel. Israel a law, let's say, by the God of Yaakov, right? We studied that a law last week, last week's parashat. Yeah, exactly. You studied that last week. We're so covering all the parashat. Okay? A law that is by the God of Yaakov. Pasuk Vav, Edut bihosef samo betseto al eretz misraim sefat lo yadati eshma. Okay, this is a very, very, very difficult pasuk. And it could be understood in two basic ways. He made it as a precept for Yosef, this blowing of the shofar, when, when God went out over Egypt, sefat lo yadati eshma, while the Jewish people were still learning a language they didn't know. Meaning, the pasuk could be in reference to not Yosef, but to Am Israel, who Yosef is like the progenitor of. Okay, so it's, I established it as a precept for Bnei Israel. When I went out, when Hashem went out over Egypt and saved them, a place what they were not familiar with, a place Egypt where they were not, foreign, foreign it was language. a foreign language for them. That's one interpretation in which this pasuk is referring to Bnei Israel, that I established the idea of blowing the shofar when Bnei Israel were in Egypt. And it calls Bnei Israel the sons of Yosef. Yosef, Samo. The other interpretation is that it's telling Bnei Israel. This idea of blowing the shofar, I established it by Yosef, by Yosef himself. When Yosef went out over Egypt, when Yosef went out over Egypt, because we know Yosef went out over Egypt. When Yosef went out over Egypt, and then it says, at a time when Yosef did not know the language of the Egyptians, he had to understand the language. So that's kind of like Yosef talking. So it's, wow. I, I made it as a precept for Yosef when Yosef went out over Egypt and then it quotes Yosef. I had to understand, I learn a language I was not familiar with. Okay? Pasuk 7. Anyways, whether it's Bnei Israel or Yosef, he's saying, Hasir, now Borei Olam starts talking. It's actually a bit of a difficult mizmor because the tenses <laughs> keep changing. Okay? But now Bnei Israel is now talking. I mean, Hashem is talking now. Hasiroti misevel shikhmo. I remove the burden from his shoulders. Misevel shikhmo is Shechem is his shoulder. Sevel is the burden. So I took the, the uh, I took his shoulder out from the burden. It's kind of how it's saying it. Kapav midud ta'avorna. What's a dud? Dude is like a, a little basket you have to weave. It's like the symbol of a laborer of a slave, right? So I took off his hands from having to weave the basket. Okay? And now uh, Hashem turns to us. He says, You called out when you were in distress and I saved you. Whenever you prayed in private, I answered you in with a loud thunder. But then I also tested you at the waters of Merivah to see if you were going to stay committed to me and you would be, you know, um, uh, uh, let's say, 
uh, loyal to me. This is in the desert. This is in the desert, exactly. So it's a little bit of a difficult yeah. more because we, we, we opened up by saying if to sing to God and joy and so on. Why? Uh, because God established this singing as a precept for us when he saved us from Egypt. Like whenever he saved Yosef from Egypt. And now it's going, now Borei Olam starts talking. Not us, because we were at first talking and saying to sing praises to God. Now in the Mizmor, in the he's middle, it switches that Hashem us. starts he's, talking and he says, yeah, indeed, you should say the, the, the blow the shofar <laughs> because I took you out and I saved you and, I and then I tested you, <laughs> but then now it gets a little bit worse, okay? <laughs> but now he says to Israel, but you know what? As much as I saved you, you still have some work to do. Oh yes. Okay. Listen, my people, I will warn you, Israel, if you will only listen to me, Lo if there will only not be an, an, a, another God, if only you will not bow down to another uh, foreign God, now this is a famous Pasuk also, then if you don't have any other gods, I am Hashem, your God, who took you out of Egypt, open your mouth and I will fill it. Meaning, if you stay committed to me and don't serve any other gods, and, and I then I, I already proved I myself. I you that I provide you. I already proved myself when I took you out of Egypt, open your mouth and I will fill it for you. So and it's a way of saying that Hashem will, will give us whatever we want. Not only man, if anything. Yes, everything. But then Hashem continues talking and He says, but my nation did not listen to me. But Israel lo avali. And my, uh, and my and Israel did not hear my yeah. did not listen to me. And I sent them and I let so I sent them to go based on their own desires. So I said, okay, what if you don't want to listen to me? Go. Then go try your own ways. See, it's not like I'm doing it for myself. I'm not giving you these mitzvot for myself. Go do things your own way and see how it turns out. Let them go by their own counsel. Let them do their own thing. Let them go do whatever desire they want to fulfill. Let them desire. Let's see how it, it, it turns out for them. If only my people would listen to me and go in my ways. In the little second I would be able to, to subdue. Morning, morning, morning. In a second I could subdue their enemies. And I would turn my hand against their foes. Then the enemies of God will be, will be, uh, will, will be like embarrassed before him. Will be, will be uh, in obedience to God. And their, their destruction would last forever. And to Bnei Israel, he would feed them the finest wheat, the fattiest wheat. Umitzur devash aspieka, and from a rock I will draw out honey to to uh, make you. Fall. What a beautiful ending! It's a beautiful ending. <laughs> I, I, it's a little bit of a difficult mizmor to follow the flow of because it starts off with us talking, it's, it's saying we should praise God for how he back and forth on the Rosh Chodesh, on the Rosh Hashanah, and this and that. And then all of a sudden it switches to Borei Olam complaining about us. Yes, he's reminding us. And then he says, look, you never listen to me. But if you were to, li- first of all, if you don't want to listen to me, go try it and you will see what happens. You're going to come back. But if you do listen to me, I will destroy your enemies for you and I will feed you honey from a rock. So it's a very beautiful ending. Okay, Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen. Amen.